near-death experience. My name's Darren Pelly. I'm actually 53 years old in uh, Massachusetts, outside of Boston, and here to discuss the story of my NDE when I was 30 years old. At age 30, I had a low blood sugar reaction, went into a coma, basically, and um, I'm a type 1 diabetic, and it was upstairs in the third floor of my house, and my wife ended up coming into the room, and somehow she got me out of the bed, and I don't know how she got me out of the bed because my blood sugar was drastically low. I was basically almost unconscious at the time, but she got me into the hallway outside our bedroom and on the third floor, and I, I remember at that moment, I had a change within my soul, my body. My body was down on, on standing up, reaching out to her, and I came out of my body. And it was a, um, it was an amazing experience to, to witness and see. I ended up um, rising up like a, like a drone would rise up from the, the ground. And I was going up and up and up into the ceiling of the hallway. And I was, I was up in the ceiling looking down at my body reaching out to my wife. I, it was an amazing out-of-body experience. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. And what I was seeing, I was seeing myself still alive, reaching out to my wife. And, um, and to me, um, what happened after was just incredibly amazing. But in that instance, as I reflect back, I, I, I know, and I, I have a strong feeling, when you're about to die, I feel as though God takes you prior to death. And to me, um, a lot of people worry about death or where they're going and how they're going to go. To me, in that instance, the Lord grabbed my soul, took it out of my body. I was able to see myself still alive. And, and to me, it felt as though God was taking me out of my body prior to death and into everlasting life. So from one life to everlasting life, to me, that's what that felt like as I reflected when I came back um, and I'll, I'll describe that as well. When I'm lifted out of my body and I have that out-of-body ex, out experience, you, you don't feel anything. You don't feel any worries. You don't feel any pain. You're just watching yourself, your body itself, physical body just still staying there. And to, to me, I knew I was no longer within that body whatsoever. And I knew that my life was going, most likely going to end, you know, so... I didn't get to experience my last breath. I didn't get to experience a death moment. I didn't get to experience pain. I was lifted from it. And even afterwards, as I talked to further, uh, further people in, in my church, in my community about that experience, I, uh, death experiences of their aunts, or their uncles, their moms, their dad, they honestly have told me stories that confirm in such a way that they would see stuff prior to their relatives dying, things that would like the wind would blow in or a door would open. They saw stuff that was amazing, and they saw um, they saw things that occurred prior to their mom or their dad or their aunts and uncles dying. I feel and, and truly witnessed myself being removed from my body and not feeling anything type of my last breath or, or my death moment, which is, is comforting. It should be extremely comforting that the Lord takes you. He doesn't let you feel death. He, let, he takes you prior to that from this life to everlasting. Everlasting is what happened next. <laughs> what happened next is I, I could not no longer see my wife or myself anymore. I was in this whirlwind of a tunnel. 
massive whirlwind of a tunnel. And it was just going around and around and around to some total type of confusion. It was spinning so fast. But what happened as I would say my spirit was in that tunnel, I could hear, literally hear the laughter of innocent children. The purity of it was amazing. It was just children laughing, but not only laughing as I could hear, multiple resonating laughing, innocent, innocent, pure laughter, like not a deceitful seven or 10 year old child laughing or giggling. It was the innocence of a one or two year old. That was the pureness of the laughter and it was resonating all around me. I could hear it and it also rushed through my entire soul. It was unreal. It was amazing. And, and, and I was trying to think about when I came out of my NDE about the relevance of the laughter and pureness of an innocent child. And, and it brings me back, it brought me back to scripture on um, when the disciples were all arguing who's going to be on the right hand side of, of the Lord, you know. And, and Christ says to them, listen, all of you, until you became a child, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, and to me, that was the first thing I felt and, and, and felt so much through my soul. It was unbelievable, but it connected with the next thing that happened. The purity, the innocence, just the purity of the laughter of children running through me. It was God's love that saturated my soul. And I mean nothing in comparison to all the love acts that you've made, maybe witnessed or felt. I mean, it's it's times a factor of like 10,000 or 100,000 or 500,000 throughout every single molecule of my soul. It was abundant, just so much abundance. The purity of his love, the simplicity of God's love was so immenseful. It was so magnificent. It was so large. It was so... It was so simple. His love resonated through my whole soul. It engulfed me. It was intoxicating. But it was so simple. And it, it resonated with me. And it resonated with what I was doing previously on this earth. And I could just hear myself think and think and think over and over. I was doing it all wrong. I was doing it all wrong. And I was, in, I was, I was engulfed in, in the Lord. One with Him in fullness. And I, I was saying to myself, I did it all wrong. I was doing it all wrong. We're forcing love moments and forcing to be kind and living in the flesh. The Lord just wants you to be genuine like him in fullness and automatically be kind. And I'll reflect on that later and how the Lord helps you in doing so. I have the Lord within me. He's resonating his love throughout me. He's also telepathically, instantaneously, since he's with me in fullness, he's, he's resonating feelings and, and words, and then he's showing, me, he's showing me my life reveal. And the life reveal is fluttering through pictures and pictures of pictures of all my interactions and all my devious ones and all my unbelievable Christ-like reactions, unbelievable love accounts. And he's... He's fluttering it all through me, all through my soul, all the images, all the effects of every, everything I've done to other people. The words, the thoughts, the, the, the anger, 
the, the love, everything. And in the background, he's encapsulated my entire soul with his abundance. And I mean abundance love. And, but it was amazing to be able to witness the things that you do and said and how it affected other people. And then to have God's confirmation of his gloriousness and his grace within you throughout it. He's not telling you it's okay. He's just showing you. He's showing you what you did. He's showing you how you acted. And, and to me, you know, I, I got to a point in, in this state. I got to a point where I actually actually could think of for a second because so much stuff is happening, like very quickly. And I got to a state where I could actually ask a question. And I don't remember the question, but I could remember the answer. I don't even, I couldn't even think of the question. Pri just fractionally of a second, thinking of something, instantaneously he would answer it throughout my soul. It'd be like a no answer, you know? And it, and it was telepathic response instantaneously throughout my soul of him saying no which was remarkable that that brought me back to being on earth he can hear every single he knows every single thought we we do he knows every thought he knows every word we say and he's showing me that encapsulated with him in fullness of of the lord's love through answering me instantaneously, filling me with his love, going through all the things I've done and said and thought, showing me my thoughts, showing me my greed, showing me my passionate side, my love side, and still there in fullness. It was just incredible, Ama amazing, incredible. In the, in, the, in the tail end of this NDE and this out-of-body experience into an NDE with, with the Lord, I'm, I'm looking, I'm kind of like looking up and I'm, I'm, I see bright, bright, bright white. And, it, and it's, it, again, it reflects to the innocence of the child and the gloriness and the simplicity of God's love. And I can see this white and it's the purest white. I have ever, ever seen in my entire life. There, I can't even describe the pureness of the white, but it's so pure that it's so magnificent that it, it doesn't compare to anything here that on this earth at all. And and I can see the peripheral sides of 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 the of the whirlwind of the cloud maybe up in the corners of this of this what what it was was Christ's robe. It was his robe. And I could see up in the shoulders area, just the peripheral. He was coming, he was coming to, to me. And I was almost at like knee level looking up, looking up because I was glancing for his face. And, and I look up and it's just bright, just bright. It's uh, like a yellowish bright, like a fullness of, 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 of like, uh, it's like when you look at the sun. If you're trying to look at the sun and, and you're kind of like this, when your eyes are flickering because you really can't see, you're not supposed to look at the sun, obviously. But it's that bright where I'm trying to glance, glance at his face, at the Lord's face. And I'm looking up, you know, and, and all I could see is like a jawline. All I could see is a jawline or his, up, or his, his eyebrow, a little bit of an eyebrow. That is it. I couldn't see 
any of his face. So I knew it was Christ. You could feel, I could feel him. You could feel it. You're going to feel the Lord within you. And, um, I was talking to a few, a, a priest when I, when I came back, a priest up the street at my local church. And he was telling me, he was basically saying, there's a reason why a Christ would not let you see his face. And I'm like, why is that? He's like, cause you were to return. And I'm like, it makes sense, right? It made sense to me. I was to return. If I would stay, I'm sure I would be able to have uh, a beautiful conversation with him and see everything. But I was to return. Paramedics have me up on my on a stretcher, up up on the third floor of my two family home, and I'm up on this stretcher up high, and I'm I'm looking down. I'm up. You know, my head's, I'm, I'm sitting on the stretcher way up high. And I'm looking down. And as I'm entering, as I'm back in my body, I'm looking down almost like to the perspective of a, the out-of-body experience viewpoint. So I'm looking and I'm like, am I, am I still out of my body? And of course, I was in my body, not still coherent though. But I remember chanting the Our Father. And as I'm chanting the Our Father prayer, every phrase, every word is enriched inside my body through my body, through my heart, through my soul. And I must have chanted it 30 or 40 times because we're, we're the, the EMTs were bringing me down all these spiral staircases from the top floor all the way down. And it was so amazing. To this day, I, whenever I, I pray the Our Father, I, I have that same feeling, that same blissness of the, of the words and the meaning and the enrichment of that prayer that was running through my soul. It was uh, un it was astonishing, unbelievable. It was amazing. From this experience all by itself, the most powerful thing that I learned was the simplicity of God's love, one with you. And that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that you don't get to experience that here on earth. The simplicity of his love, he loves you so much. It's unimaginable in size. And that all he wants us to try to do throughout this world and all the people that live on it, he just wants us to be able to be like him in the simplistic way possible. So many people can go about their days and they can say they don't want to do this or they forcefully say I'm kind all the time. But what they really don't know is the Lord's love is within you automatically all the time. In prayer, though, it concentrates to a different level, and you're actually walking with Christ, and, and you're, you're enlightened after prayer. Automatically, you're on a different plane, and that's what I've learned. I learned that God's love is so amazing and so simplistic. Just the smiling at somebody and looking into their eyes is Christ alone. Just feeling God in, in your prayer and being enlightened. The Lord's with you. He wants that relationship. That's what I've learned. In my earlier days, you, you learn about the, um, the thank you, the sorry, and the please, right? The simplistic prayer, communication, having a communication with God. It's about thanking the Lord at first in prayer, thanking him about the, the people in your life that dramatically change your life, that care about you and love you. You're thanking, you're thanking the Lord for the, the things that you have, that you truly have. And then in the next part of prayer process, you would end up talking to the Lord about 
maybe the, the things that you did in the last 24 hours that was like Christ, these Christ moments that you did, explaining how you love somebody and cared about somebody, whether it be hello or someone that you affected or someone that affected you. You talk about the Christ moments in, in the last day or two. Or you, you talk about the evil that you've done in the last day or two. But you describe it to the Lord in prayer, in detail. And you'll get the knowledge of God in your heart in this, in this particular moment. And then the third phase of prayer is to, to talk to God about literally an unbelievable, what I call amazing, jaw-dropping moment that you witnessed. And it's the gloriness and grace of Him. Whether it be in nature, whether it be in someone came up to you and did a, you know, talk to you with the kindness of a heart and within their, in, in their speech to you and how they talked to you and how they cared about you. Crisis in so many people, we just don't really acknowledge it. And this is where you do in the communication with God. The fourth phase is talking about surrendering yourself and asking for his guidance and communication. Surrendering yourself and saying, I surrender to you, Lord. I am your hands, I am your eyes, I am your feet, I am your voice. And I am here to emulate your love to others. And then we go into asking for forgiveness, getting the burdens lifted out of your soul, asking for Christ to take them away and lift them up and put them on the chest of him on the cross. The final step is the Our Father, and I talked about the Our Father in me and through me coming out of my NDE. And I have to tell you, I can't wait to say the Our Father at the end of this process of, of connecting with God in prayer. So to me, it's, it's about the relationship. It's critical. It's crucial. But once in, in, in the prayer, in the praying and connecting with God, that, that's, that is the relationship. Relationships have highs and have lows. If, if you pray in the morning, that's great. If you pray at night, it's great. So if you pray in the morning and, and, and you go through that process that I described and you can feel the love in, within your heart and soul, that's the connection. And you'll feel that through the day. It, just like, you know, with your wife or your husband, if you say goodbye to them and then you, you don't feel the love too much of them because you're not with them. But when you come back home, you are. The, the, same, with, the same with God and being within you. But the, the more you connect with them, the more of his love is with you and emulating out of you to others in that in the way of you connecting with him in prayer. And and to me, I know the simplicity that he wants. And it's it's it shouldn't be troubling. It shouldn't be tiresome to go out and care for people. It should the relationship with God, he wants you that so much with you. So he helps you lift your burdens away and effortlessly enlightens you to be like him. Walk the, your days in helping others almost automatically. If people will come up to you and they'll say, well, what changed? They'll say it. You'll see things so much differently in others and yourself. And you'll see connections. You'll see signs. You'll see so much. God, when the relationship is strong, you'll see so much. I've seen it so much in the last... 20 years and even prior I've seen markers of things that have happened in my life and it's just not me I'm not the special one you are and you just don't know it I have a book I wrote and I'm not trying to 
I just wrote about the NDE experience. And I wrote about the connection with God in chapter 6 and how I pray. And how I got influenced from another book that I read. And I, I, I write about this whole experience. Um, the book's called One with God. And it's, I just self-published it. And, and it took a long time. I, I don't know how to write. I'm an engineer. I, I had to have help getting it written. I had to go through the steps. I've never written a book in my entire life. And I wanted to finally, finally write about my experience and experiences of, of my early years as well and now throughout. And so I, I wrote it called One With God. And it's on, it's on Amazon. And you look up my name, Darren Pelly, and you'll be, it'll come up on Amazon. And it's paperback and hardcover. You know, and I have a website, One With God Book. Dot com and I have prayer requests there, and I've reached out to several people so far that res- that ask for prayers, and I would then I am them and give them my number if they'd like to talk. And I have people from Texas calling me, I have people from California calling me, and telling me and asking me more about about praying and about connecting. near-death experience. My name's Darren Pelly. I'm actually 53 years old in uh, Massachusetts, outside of Boston, and here to discuss the story of my NDE when I was 30 years old. At age 30, I had a low blood sugar reaction, went into a coma, basically, and um, I'm a type 1 diabetic, and it was upstairs in the third floor of my house, and my wife ended up coming into the room, and somehow she got me out of the bed. And I don't know how she got me out of the bed because my blood sugar was drastically low. I was basically almost unconscious at the time. But she got me into the hallway outside our bedroom and on the third floor. And I, I remember at that moment, I had a change within my soul. My body my body was down on, on standing up, reaching out to her. And I came out of my body. And it was a, um, it was an amazing experience to, to witness and see. I ended up... Um, rising up like a like a drone would rise up from the the ground and I was going up and up and up into the ceiling of the hallway and I was I was up in the ceiling looking down at my body reaching out to my wife I it was an amazing out-of-body experience I, I I I couldn't believe it and what I was seeing I was seeing myself still alive reaching out to my wife and um and to me um what happened after was just incredibly amazing but in that instance as i reflect back i i i know and i i have a strong feeling when you're about to die i feel as though god takes you prior to death and to me um a lot of people worry about death or where they're going and how they're going to go to me in that instance the lord grabbed my soul took it out of my body i was able to see myself still alive and and to me it felt as though god was taking me out of my body prior to death and into everlasting life. So from one life to everlasting life. To me, that's what that felt like as I reflected when I came back. Um, and now I'll describe that as well. When I'm lifted out of my body and I have that out-of-body experience, you, you don't feel anything. You don't feel any worries. You don't feel any pain. You're just watching yourself, your body itself, 
physical body just still staying there. And to, to me, I knew I was no longer within that body whatsoever. And I knew that my life was going, most likely going to end, you know. So I didn't get to experience my last breath. I didn't get to experience a death moment. I didn't get to experience pain. I was lifted from it. And even afterwards, as I talked to further, uh, further people in, in my church, in my community about that experience, I, uh, death experiences of their aunts, or their uncles, their moms, their dead, they honestly have told me stories that confirm in such a way that they would see stuff prior to their relatives dying, things that would, like the wind would blow in or a door would open. They saw stuff that was amazing, and they saw... Um, they saw things that occurred prior to their mom or their dad or their aunts and uncles dying. I fail and, and truly witnessed myself being removed from my body and not feeling anything type of my last breath or, or my death moment, which is, is comforting. It should be extremely comforting that the Lord takes you. He doesn't let you feel death. He, let, he takes you prior to that from this life to everlasting everlasting is what happened next <laughs> what happened next is i i could not no longer see my wife or myself anymore i was in this whirlwind of a tunnel massive whirlwind of a tunnel and it was just going around and around and around to some total type of confusion it was spinning so fast but what happened as i would say my spirit was in that tunnel i could hear literally hear the laughter of innocent children. The purity of it was amazing. It was just children laughing, but not only laughing as I could hear, multiple resonating laughing, innocent, innocent, pure laughter, like not a deceitful seven or 10 year old child laughing or giggling. It was the innocence of a one or two year old. That was the pureness of the laughter and it was resonating all around me i could hear it and it also rushed through my entire soul it was unreal it was amazing and 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 i was trying to think about when i came out of my mde about the relevance of the laughter and pureness of an innocent child and and it brings me back it brought me back to scripture on um when the disciples were all arguing who's going to be on the right hand side of of the lord you know and and christ says to them listen all of you until you became a child you will not enter the kingdom of heaven you know and to me that was the first thing i felt and and it felt so much through my soul it was unbelievable but it connected with the next thing that happened the purity the innocence just the purity of the laughter of children running through me it was God's love that saturated my soul. And I mean nothing in comparison to all the love acts that you've made, maybe witnessed or felt. I mean, it's, it's times a factor of like 10,000 or 100,000 or 500,000 throughout every single molecule of my soul. It was abundant, just so much abundance. The purity of his love, the simplicity of God's love was so immenseful. It was so magnificent. It was so large. It was so, it was so simple. His love resonated through my whole soul. It engulfed me 
It was intoxicating, but it was so simple and it, it resonated with me and it resonated with what I was doing previously on this earth. And I could just hear myself think and think and think over and over. I was doing it all wrong. I was doing it all wrong. And I was, in, I was, I was engulfed in, in the Lord, one with him in fullness. And I, I was saying to myself, I did it all wrong. I was doing it all wrong. We're forcing love moments and forcing to be kind and living in the flesh. The Lord just wants you to be genuine like him in fullness and automatically be kind. And I'll reflect on that later and how the Lord helps you in doing so. I have the Lord within me. He's resonating his love throughout me. He's also telepathically, instantaneously, since he's with me in fullness, he's, he's resonating feelings and, and words, and then he's showing, me, he's showing me my life reveal. And the life reveal is fluttering through pictures and pictures of pictures of all my interactions and all my devious ones and all my unbelievable Christ-like reactions, unbelievable love accounts. And he's, he's fluttering it all through me, all through my soul, all the images, all the effects of every, everything I've done to other people. The words, the thoughts, the, the, the anger, the, the love, everything. And in the background, he's encapsulated my entire soul with his abundance, and I mean abundance love. And, but it was amazing to be able to witness the things that you do and said and how it affected other people. And then to have God's confirmation of his gloriousness and his grace within you throughout it. He's not telling you it's okay. He's just showing you. He's showing you what you did. He's showing you how you acted. And, and to me, you know, I, I got to a point in, in this state, I got to a point where I actually, actually could think of for a second because so much stuff is happening, like very quickly. And I got to a state where I could actually ask a question. And I don't remember the question, but I could remember the answer. I don't even, I couldn't even think of the question. Pri just fractionally of a second, thinking of something, instantaneously he would answer it throughout my soul. It'd be like a no answer, you know? And it, and it was telepathic response instantaneously throughout my soul of him saying no which was remarkable that that brought me back to being on earth he can hear every single he knows every single thought we we do he knows every thought he knows every word we say and he's showing me that encapsulated with him in fullness of of the lord's love through answering me instantaneously filling me with his love going through all the things i've done and said and thought, showing me my thoughts, showing me my greed, showing me my passionate side, my love side, and still there in fullness. It was just incredible, Ama amazing, incredible. In, a, in, a, in, a, in the tail end of this NDE and this out-of-body experience into an NDE with, with the Lord, I'm, I'm looking, I'm kind of like looking up and I'm, I'm, I see bright, bright, bright white. And, and it's, 
it again it reflects to the innocence of the child and the gloriness and the simplicity of God's love. And I can see this white, and it's the purest white I have ever, ever seen in my entire life. There, I can't even describe the pureness of the white, but it's so pure that it's so magnificent that it, it doesn't compare to anything here that on this earth at all. And and I can see the peripheral sides of 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 the of the whirlwind of the cloud maybe up in the corners of this of this what what it was was Christ's robe. It was his robe. And I could see up in the shoulders area, just the peripheral he was coming he was coming to to me. And I was almost at like knee level looking up. Looking up and because I was glancing for his face. And and I look up and it's just bright. Just bright. It's uh, like a yellowish bright, like a fullness of of, of, of like. Uh, it's like when you look at the sun. If you're trying to look at the sun and and you're kind of like this, when your eyes are flickering because you really can't see, you're not supposed to look at the sun, obviously. But it's that bright where I'm trying to glance glance at his face, at, at the Lord's face, and I'm looking up, you know, and and all I could see is like a jawline. All I could see is a jawline or his up or his his eyebrow, a little bit of an eyebrow. That is it. I couldn't see any of his face, so I knew it was Christ. You could feel I could feel him. You could feel it. You're gonna feel the Lord within you. And um I was talking to a few a, a priest when I when I came back, a priest up the street at my local church, and he was telling me, he was basically saying, There's a reason why a Christ would not let you see his face. And I'm like, why is that? He's like, because you were to return. And I'm like, it makes sense, right? It made sense to me. I was to return. If I were to stay, I'm sure I'd be able to have uh, a beautiful conversation with him and see everything. But I was to return. Paramedics have me up on my on a stretcher, up on the third floor of my two-family home. And I'm up on this stretcher up high, and I'm I'm looking down. I'm up, you know, my head's I'm I'm sitting on the stretcher way up high, and I'm looking down. And as I'm entering, as I'm back in my body, I'm looking down almost like to the perspective of a, the out of body experience viewpoint. So I'm looking, and I'm like, am I am I still out of my body? And of course, I was in my body, not still coherent though. But I remember chanting the Our Father, and as I'm chanting the Our Father prayer, every phrase, every word is enriched inside my body, through my body, through my heart, through my soul. And I must have chanted it 30 or 40 times because we're, we're the the EMTs were bringing me down all these spiral staircases from the top floor all the way down, and it was so amazing. To this day, I, whenever I. I pray the Our Father. I I have that same feeling, that same blissness of the of the words, and the meaning, and the enrichment of that prayer that was running through my soul. It was a un a, it was astonishing, unbelievable. It was amazing. From this experience, all by itself, the most powerful thing that I learned was the simplicity of God's love, one with you, and that doesn't mean. That that doesn't mean that you don't get to experience that here on earth. The simplicity of his love. He loves you so much. It's unimaginable in size. And that 
all he wants us to try to do throughout this world and all the people that live on it. He just wants us to be able to be like him in the simplistic way possible. So many people can go about their days and they can say they don't want to do this or they forcefully say I'm kind all the time. But what they really don't know is the Lord's love is within you automatically all the time. In prayer, though, it concentrates to a different level and you're actually walking with Christ and, and you're, you're enlightened after prayer. Automatically, you're on a different plane. And that's what I've learned. I learned that God's love is so amazing and so simplistic. Just a smiling at somebody and looking into their eyes is Christ alone. Just feeling God in, in your prayer and being enlightened. The Lord's with you. He wants that relationship. That's what I've learned. In my earlier days, you, you learn about the, um, the thank you, the sorry, and the please, right? The simplistic prayer, communication, having a communication with God. It's about thanking the Lord at first in prayer, thanking him about the, the people in your life that dramatically change your life, that care about you and love you. You're thanking, you're thanking the Lord for the, the things that you have, that you truly have. And then in the next part of prayer process, you would end up talking to the Lord about maybe the, the things that you did in the last 24 hours that was like Christ, these Christ moments that you did. Explaining how you love somebody and cared about somebody, whether it be hello or someone that you affected or someone that affected you. You talk about the Christ moments in, in the last day or two. Or you, you talk about the evil that you've done in the last day or two. But you describe it to the Lord in prayer, in detail. And you'll get the knowledge of God in your heart in this, in this particular moment. And then the third phase of prayer is to, to talk to God about literally an unbelievable, what I call amazing jaw-dropping moment that you witnessed. And it's the gloriness and grace of Him. Whether it be in nature, whether it be in someone came up to you and did a, you know, talk to you with the kindness of a heart and within their, in, in their speech to you and how they talked to you and how they cared about you. Crisis in so many people, we just don't really acknowledge it. And this is where you do in the communication with God. The fourth phase is talking about surrendering yourself and asking for his guidance and communication. Surrendering yourself and saying, I surrender to you, Lord. I am your hands, I am your eyes, I am your feet, I am your voice. And I am here to emulate your love to others. And then we go into asking for forgiveness, getting the burdens lifted out of your soul, asking for Christ to take them away and lift them up and put them on the chest of him on the cross. The final step is the Our Father. And I talked about the Our Father in me and through me coming out of my NDE. And I have to tell you, I can't wait to say the Our Father at the end of this process of, of connecting with God in prayer. So to me, it's, it's about the relationship. It's critical. It's crucial. But once in, in, in the prayer, in the praying and connecting with God, that, that's, that is the relationship. Relationships have highs and have lows. If, if you pray in the morning, that's great. If you pray at night, it's great. So if you pray in the morning and, and, and you go through that process that I described and you can feel the love in, within your heart and soul, that's the connection, and you'll feel that through the day. It, 
just like you know with your wife or your husband if you say goodbye to them and then you you don't feel the love too much of them because you're not with them but when you come back home you are this the same with the same with god and being within you but the the more you connect with them the more of his love is with you and emulating out of you to others in that in the way of connecting with him in prayer and and to me i know the simplicity that he wants and it's it's it shouldn't be troubling it shouldn't be tiresome to go out and care for people it should the relationship with god he wants you that so much with you so he helps you lift your burdens away and effortlessly enlightens you to be like him walk the, your days in helping others almost automatically you people will come up to you and they'll say well, what changed they'll say it you'll see things so much differently in others and yourself and you'll see connections you'll see signs you'll see so much god when the relationship is strong you'll see so much i've seen it so much in the last 20 years and even prior i've seen markers of things that have happened in my life and it's just not me i'm not the special one you are and you just don't know it i have a book i wrote and i'm not trying to just i just wrote about the nde experience and i wrote about the connection with god in chapter 6 and how i pray and how i it got influence from another book that i read and i i i write about this whole experience um the book's called one with god and it's i just self published it in in it took a long time i i don't know how to write i'm an engineer i i had to have help getting it written i had to go through the steps i've never written a book in my entire life and i wanted to finally finally write about my experience and experiences of of my early years as well and now throughout And so I wrote it called One with God and it's on it's on Amazon and you look up my name Darren Pelly and you'll be it'll come up on Amazon and it's paperback and hardcover you know and I have a website onewithgodbook.com and I have prayer requests there and I've reached out to several people so far that re- that ask for prayers and I would then I am them and give them my number if they'd like to talk and I have people from Texas calling me I have people from California calling me and telling me and asking me more about about praying and about connecting 